squad. No, after the first commercial break, it'll be. A very good evening to you. It's eight minutes after seven, and you're listening to Joy 99.7 FM. My name is Kobe Spikey and Kuruma, and on a Tuesday, I come here to present Tech, the show that's known as Geek Squad, or specifically Joy Geek Squad. Yes. Last week, we talked about chat GPT, AI's chat bots thingy, and all the buzz that's going on about it. We gave a bit of history around it. We tried to educate you on how to use it, what it does. And I tried to demonstrate with ChatGPT how to, you know, prepare a pen and contumery. And as, f as, <laughs> as weird as it was, it started teaching me how to make a pen from Thailand. Whoever knew that we had a pen in Thailand, but then, yeah, it's not the same as what we eat here because that one is made from yeast and tins. So imagine oh, eating yeah. your contumery with yeast yeah, that, that'd be that'd be interesting well, who's willing to try and give us feedback you're a fellow co-presenter nah, nah 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 bro, because <laughs> what's funny was that yesterday i saw a brazilian dish mm -hmm. that was using cassava they pounded the cassava mm -hmm. they i mean boiled pounded the whole thing and then they put cheese in it mm. <laughs> and i was like what i mean they didn't pound it to the level that we pound it in fufu it was kind of more like mashed cassava with mm. cheese in the center but hey it is what it is i i wouldn't try that to be to be fair I, I oh yeah it would probably be an acquired taste yeah so yeah michael could try that michael would you i will not confirm or deny that <laughs> so yes we're still on the chat gpt you know talk because what happened while we were away, or while we were discussing it, um, OpenAI, creators of the infamous ChatGPT, the infamous DALI, DALI seems to have slowed down. People have stopped you know, playing with DALI because it seems that ChatGPT has more use than yeah. creating images. art out mm. of, you know, images and art out of prompts. Yeah. And yeah, I saw some stuff from Midjourney today. For those who don't know, Midjourney, Dali are uh, AI systems that generate art based on prompts. When we say prompts, words. So yeah. you create a phrase, you come up with um, an African man wearing batakari swimming, you know, with a snorkel. It will generate something that looks like that for you. That's as if it has batakari in its database, which is very, very possible. And I saw today um, some images from Midjourney that looked so real. Yeah. Yes, uh, Midjourney has improved its algorithm and training to the point where now it can actually do fingers very well. Yeah, initially, seven fingers. <laughs> yeah, initially you used to have a problem with that, but now, so I think I even saw it on Twitter where someone was like, "Yo, now misinformation is going to be very, very difficult. It is going to, to deal be. with and because the image I saw today. I think one of the jobs that are going to suffer is." stock photography yeah i mean gpt4 i i, I didn't i didn't i don't know if we'll be able to get there mm. today i'm hoping it will be for a part three <laughs> you understand uh, this conversation yeah. but gpt4 actually listed it was asked to create a list of jobs that it would take over <laughs> it made a list and it, it's a very interesting list would you mind sharing this list i i or I, somewhere later in the conversation I, I don't know i feel like if we left that as a whole part three yeah but i think educators were part wow yes educators were part of the people that would be a very interesting conversation to have so yes. 
for those who don't know what ChatGPT is, we're going to give you a quick recap. But if you want a full discussion of what happened last week on the show, you can find it on uh, my Joe Online app or the Adam Online app or Spotify podcast. Just, go, just put in Joy Geek Squad, Apple Podcast or Google Podcast, or you can go on YouTube or Facebook. It's all available to watch and to listen. And yeah, when you've done, when you're done catching up, you can also catch up on this. Assuming you want to make sure that you have the background before this discussion. So. Chat GPT, real quick. What is Chat GPT, Winston? Uh, Chat GPT is. Uh, um, how do I <laughs> simplify it? Because I, you how know, do you I, simplify it further? Yeah, there was, I, no, because I came to a new realization mm. was, But basically, Chat GPT is a uh, an AI, not fully AI functional, but it's just a subset of uh, a natural language machine learning program in an AI system that is able to generate new ideas based on the prompts you've given it, the input. So you would ask it to write a story about ABC and it will turn out something mm. for you. So I asked ChatGPT to tell me about itself. itself. Yeah, yeah, that's what we <laughs> And it says, well, in the <clears throat> sorry. It says it is a powerful language model that mm -hmm. has the potential to revolutionize the way we interact with and utilize artificial intelligence in our daily lives. And that it's, it has the ability to generate human-like text that allow it to assist with a wide range of tasks that involve language processing, making it a valuable tool for businesses, researchers, and individuals alike. It's a text-generating tool that generates human-like text-based prompts, text-based on prompts and information provided to it. It's an AI tool that uses natural language processing program and reinforcement learning with human feedback to work as a model, which is easy for all individuals. Mm. If he hadn't read that second half, I'd have said to tell it to remove the marketing sales pitch <laughs> and give us a straight answer. You know what, why I, I, I locked up when you asked me to explain it? So I'm, I'm putting together an mm. AI series for my YouTube channel. So if you guys are listening, sometime next week, I'll start talking about AI and complete. But what I realized was that ChatGPT is just the vocal aspect of the AI we are trying to create. Mm. So it's only about natural language processing. Yeah. Its job is to only deal with language. Its, its job is not to deal with any other thing but language. So it may feel like an expert in, in or it may feel so amazing at generating new ideas because it understands the language. It has read more books than any of us mm. would ever be able to. To be fair, I'm sure it has read more books than all the people alive in the world today have ever had the opportunity yep. to read collectively. So because of that, it's able to sift through ideas in microseconds to generate um, outputs based on your prompt. So it was very interesting to find out that ChatGPT is only the beginning because after it's able to release the prompt now, then definitely maybe GPT-5 will now have voice addition where after you input it it will actually read it, read out, it out to you. you and stuff like that although i've seen certain people who are already playing with that with gpt3 mm. already people have already started doing that we'll get to that you heard the number gpt3 there's a gpt4 we'll get to that <laughs> so the other features of chat gpt that you need to know and i'm sure based on the description that it gave about itself you probably heard it saying that human-like text and we know this because if you ask ai's prior to chat gpt questions their responses are usually very robotic yes you know when you hear or you read something churned out by an ai it's very robotic mm -hmm. but 
ChatGPT is quite human-like in its interaction with you. And as I just mentioned, interactivity, it's very interactive as well. So when you ask it a question, you can ask it follow-up questions. If you use Google Assistant, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, understanding context. context when you're having that discussion. And then it can translate text because I had somebody ask me, does ChatGPT speak only English? Well, no. There are over 7,000 languages in the world. And I mean, granted, English is one of the most widely spoken ones, but you can use ChatGPT to translate text from one language to another. So if you want to translate something from English to um, what's one of the most Mongolian (laughs) <laughs> mm, I thought you were going to say one of the most popular languages No <laughs> One of the most difficult One of the most unpopular languages You know what's funny though mm. When GPT-4 was asked which jobs it would come for Translator was part Oh well, yeah I mean if an AI model can We've already seen what Google Translate is doing Yeah Now this You see this is very important All this background is very important Because well, we will touch on what Microsoft is doing with ChatGPT and a lot of features they've introduced with, you know, their Office 365. Yeah. And that's getting ahead of ourselves. I'm so excited about that. Yeah. But there's some one part about, anyway, <laughs> let me not get ahead of myself. And also, ChatGPT can do summary. I mean, we've gotten to a point in our lives where we're so busy. Like, I open, I, I Google something, I open the link, and I, I scroll first to see how much I have to read. And I'm like, nah, I can't do this right now. You know, a, a, a chat GPT bot in WhatsApp would be so cool because the people who, when, when someone sends me a message and there's read more, I'm like, bro. You know, I'm, I'm even concerned with, I, I, I leave the group, I come back and there's 1,000 something <laughs> messages. messages. I should have a chat GPT, you know, read the whole group and summarize the discussion the for me. Day any chatbot can do that then you know that they've hit because there is no I, rhyme I, or reason in the group chat I, I will say this and this is uh, unfortunately marketing for spiky but i'm sure telegram would actually do that before whatsapp would do that anytime. why is it marketing for me like uh, you are the telegram evangelist <laughs> so now that we've given all that background in chat gpt um should we go for the news or the commercial break and then come back and continue so Winston make like take the news all right all right so uh let's make it quick now the first one is that you know the SVB you know Silicon Valley Bank yeah. we talked about them last yeah. week, week yeah. it's gone defunct now apparently some of its employees are saying that remote work was a huge factor in the bank's collapse why they couldn't count money from home that's so what they are saying is that because of the culture of working remotely people uh, workers were not as productive and they were talking about how there was more cyber security issues, issues. Mm. but other um specialists in the field have said that nah 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 guys you guys are just making excuses <laughs> right now um next adobe has made an ai image generator so similar to dal e and mid-journey adobe has started beta testing of firefly mm. cool name and now the interesting thing about firefly is that the system is only trained on content that is licensed or out of copyright if 
I don't know if we'll get there, but mm. it's, a, it's a conversation that has been happening. And yeah, so I'm currently trying to get into the beta testing for Adobe Firefly. They're asking me, why do you want to use Adobe Firefly? And I have a reply, so I'll probably ask ChatGPT. <laughs> what should you tell them? <laughs> what should I tell them? Charlie, Charlie, life is getting easier. <laughs> yeah. Um, next, we are talking about layoffs, layoffs, layoffs. Mm. Amazon is cutting another 9,000 jobs. And these jobs are spread across Twitch and AWS. Now, keep in mind, last year to the beginning of this year, Amazon cut off 18,000 jobs already. But their CEO said that it's because of the uncertain economy, that's why they are cutting all the jobs. So they are looking to run a more tight ship. Mm. So 9,000 people have also lost their jobs. Wow. Now... And it's no fault of ChatGPT. Now to ChatGPT in the news. Mm -hmm. So ChatGPT has a feature embedded in it, which is the history tab, where basically yeah. everything you've asked ChatGPT, it will keep it in there. Now for like a week or two ago, the history tab was off. It wasn't working. Yeah, you so, mentioned that last yeah, time. Yeah, last week. It wasn't working. Now on Monday, it came back, but it came back with a new problem, which was that people were getting access to other people's history. They couldn't read what those people, but the prompts, see. yeah, but they could see what other people had asked ChatGPT. So currently, as of today, it is off. Our producer was using it right now, and <laughs> it is off. <laughs> and he, he, he's worried about that because <laughs> that means that when he finishes getting the prompt, he has to copy everything and put fast, it somewhere yeah, else because it doesn't save it anymore. But they're hoping to fix the bug and then mm. get back the history tab. Uh, next up, Google Bard. Now, Google Bard is... Google's version of ChatGPT. Interesting news is that today, Google Bard is rolling out in the UK and the US. For, Why there, But are you, are you drivers of the, the global conversation? No, sorry. So It's a bad mm, idea. Why? Because. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it actually comes with an age limit. Why? Yeah, so only people over 18 years are going to be allowed to use Why Google are you allowed Bard. to turn safe search off? No, so it's so the reason why Google Bard is doing that is that it's still kind of in beta. And now the it, interesting thing about Google Bard is that it will actively be able to gain information from Google Live. Right. So it, it's up to date to the second. Mm. But that comes with its different Risks, problems. Yeah. And the fact that it is still learning and they've made it learn on such a large scale, their problem is that it may gen it may have some biases mm. embedded in it because it's still being trained. Now a Latin, a natural language uh, processor will take the input it gets learn from it so if it's getting input i mean i agree with you now i think we should also add africa so everybody can have a con yeah. the conversation and then it will learn from all groups of people but if it only learns from the white man yeah it's gonna be biased <laughs> yeah it will Very. feel biased but basically they are hoping to keep the bars down so that's why they are keeping at 18 and they are going to pre uh, periodically retrain it mm. and yeah final news now this one is very interesting and i actually want everybody's thoughts on this now, if if anybody knows the Internet Archive, now the Internet Archive is yeah. defending its yeah. digital library in court today. Wow. Yes. So now book publishers and the Internet Archive are currently engrossed in a legal battle. So some publishers are saying that the Internet Archive, which is used in libraries across the world, is breaching some copyright laws using its controlled digital lending system. Now, the controlled digital lending system is basically... A setup where 
if you have a book, let's say you have a Charles Dickens book in the library, they have digitized it so that people can have access to it mm-hmm. online. However, there's an added feature in there where if the library in question has only one copy of that book, it only gets one digital version of that book. So when someone borrows it, it feels like they've borrowed the real thing and it's not available, it's not available to anybody else. Now, this was fine with publishers, but during COVID, they changed the rules because people are not getting access to libraries. So what happened was that they gave free access to all these books for two weeks. So regardless of whether the library had only one of that book, 10 people could borrow the book at the same time, but they had a two-week use of it. And now some of the publishers are saying that that is against their uh, copyright laws. But Internet Archive is also saying no. So they are currently battling in a very gray area of copyright rules today. So Hmm. what do you guys think? Chat GPT. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's very interesting how the world, digital world is really pushing us to change a lot of our laws, yes. you know, to unlearn a lot of things and then relearn. And basically, we're just going to have to evolve with the the, the, the tech world that we find ourselves in. Yes. Mm. Very, very interesting. But we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to teach you how to use ChatGPT. If home is where the heart is, then let's go home, shall we? Let's go where the entertainment is. Where the passion is. Where the love ties. And sometimes, even the tears too. Let's go where we feel safe enough to share our opinions. And send sweets. Where we do that embarrassing little dance to our favorite song. Let's go home where the love the care and the joy live. (laughs) There's no place like home. Connect your home to super fast internet with affordable data bundles from MTN Home. Visit broadband.mtn.com.gh or your MyMTN app to sign up today. MTN. squad and we're back so if you didn't know this is joy geek squad on joy 99.7 fm show that as every tuesday 7 p.m to 8 p.m and we talk about tech today we're talking about chat gpt we've given you the history we've given you you know some applications of chat gpt in fact let me let me just talk about some of the industries that you can use chat gpt besides doing your homework (laughs) <laughs> for those who've been using chat GPT for your homework, I see you in the WhatsApp messages. Yes, you can send us a WhatsApp 055 quadruple 1997 055 What, how do you use chat GPT? I'm about to tell you some of the ways you can use it, but I want to know from you as well how do you use it? So, number one, content creation. I mean, Winston, you yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can use it to write your script for a video, you know, anything I'm going to shoot. Yeah, I'm actually considering using it because typically I do things off the dome. Mm. 
like a free battle rap freestyler you know we out here killing it you know you know what i mean but yeah i i I actually asked it to write a script for me i'm Mm. using it to write it's actually a certain script and it's been very interesting it you can ask it to write the script in the format where typical scripts are going to be and to do all the yeah. adjustments and everything for it. it's absolutely fantastic i asked it for to do a presentation for me and i needed a product matrix and it actually gave me all the you know the plots mm-hmm. for the chart i was going to do oh. with that that was very interesting and he actually even labeled the slides slide one introduction slide two, <laughs> two this, yeah, slide yeah. three that it did everything and even showed me where i was going to put a product matrix like this is interesting so yeah you could use that for content creation for presentation for your essay for school or even work presentation you can get you see you don't just take the thing and they just use it raw like that you, you know something i'm thinking what are you thinking i'm thinking i'll pay for gpc4 and let it write a presidential manifesto yeah and then we can and start yo, our political party it, it, i think it's very interesting what we call it I, I I don't know, but like I just want to hear GPT. what it has to say. <laughs> GP GPT. Yeah, GPT. That's what we're gonna call it. The geeks, right? Political techies. That Where's makes the sense. But geek, GPT. So yeah, you can also use it. Listen, you know, last week we talked about how um, chatbots existed in the customer service industry. Mm-hmm. Imagine. A customer service industry powered by chat gpt mm. where you've trained it to understand your product and when you have people reaching out for problems imagine a telco's customer care line which a lot of us have issues with having to answer because yeah they just read from pre-answered <laughs> questions now a chat gpt model for your business that has been trained on all the issues that have probably come up because you've gathered the data Wink, wink. For those who've not been gathering data, you need that. And anytime somebody asks it a question, it can have a conversation with them and help them solve their problems. Summary. You know, summarizing the the steps in which to achieve that solution. So, yes. Customer service, your your job. So, that means customer service, your jobs are going. Because when uh, GPT... Because this is the thing people also need to know. If you want to go into the back end of the GPT-3 mm-hmm. or GPT-4, they give you access. You pay for the tokens and everything. You can actually build your own unique yeah. version of chat GPT. So if, let's say, for instance, uh, MTN... Mm-hmm. Um, our sponsor for the show. If they decide that, you know what? All our company policies with respect to customer relations and problems that customers typically ask and i mean they tell you that they record some of this this thing so maybe they've had it all transcribed the audio to text mm-hmm. and they fed it into a gpt4 model and they can create the ultimate customer customer service representative, representative. that will have that that won't be like let me go ask my nah it's not going to do any any question you ask within the scope of what it knows it would give you a very solid answer and if it doesn't know if they build it well enough it could piggy off into you know i was just about to say it, it <laughs> yeah. could actually go on the web and find, find solutions, solutions and then suggest you. that that could be, be very interesting yeah and yes chat gpt can also conduct interviews so you want to recruit somebody chat gpt can ask them questions for you if he had mom because <laughs> it'll be very specific to the area yeah. but then will it be humane you know will it have that human touch and that's why i think google bad will beat it yeah because uh, google has focused so much of their infrastructure on getting the human essence in the google assistant mm. to the point where um i've forgotten what that was called where they built a, 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 a voice engine that could 
make orders for you, could yeah. book every, and it it could even the voice this could do hmm, okay. Like yeah. it could do human nuance conversation. So I think go oh, bad might be Charlie, they should run into Africa. Let me try and get <laughs> Yeah. And if you're a personal assistant, either you could use ChatGPT or ChatGPT could be replaced. Thank you. <laughs> yes, because if a uh, ChatGPT somebody manages to turn it into a virtual assistant for themselves, it could actually do a lot of things for them. So you can have a virtual assistant. Now plan your schedule, set appointments and reminders. After all, isn't that what your PA does? Mm-hmm. So having that as a virtual assistant on your phone, which is always in your pocket, and all you have to do is give it a name. So imagine, so I know we're talking about GPT, mm. but we're talking about all uh, natural language processes in general. Imagine BARD, which Google has other AI that can book flights and everything. That means your personal assistant, your, so the position of executive assistant, assistant. is gone. Is 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 about going. It, 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 it's <laughs> gone because here's a situation where when I wake up in the morning, mm. what is my itinerary for the day? Shows up on my phone. Have you booked the flights? Booked. Gives you Go- using Google documents. Flights. Mm. It's in your email. Even like, your hotel. Yeah, everything is just in your email. And if there's no oh I forgot. There's how? <laughs> and it has access to all the doc- all the information. The only problem And even your emails. Yeah. The only problem is that if for some reason the servers go off. Your body go back. <laughs> you make hot. Imagine showing up to the airport, you know. Cough I can imagine me. Michael's waltz about to check in and then he presents his passport and they're like you did what <laughs> like <laughs> on what flights I, I i believe i have booked a flight hold on let me ask my assistant hey jarvis offline offline <laughs> no internet offline. <laughs> no, he'd be like uh, refresh nana kwame please i need to hire you again <laughs> hmm. okay so yeah um if if you're in a third world country where the internet is quite unreliable this could be a risk. Yeah. If, if you're thinking of firing up your personal assistant, make sure that your internet is always on. Hmm. And yeah, so it can also give you uh, straightforward answers because it can comprehend and respond to various language inputs and it can help you find uncluttered answers to your questions, which is something we face a lot of times doing a Google search. So I was helping a friend with... a. Pro- um, branding prism question for an assignment and they've been told not to use chat GPT so she fell on spiky GPT <laughs> <laughs> and I have to help with this project and halfway I give up I'm like you know what I'm not doing this I'm not getting paid for, for this, this so I'm not going to do it and I went to try to do the assignment with chat GPT and boy oh boy all the hours spent googling was reduced to seconds. I got all the answers I was looking for. I didn't share it though because we were told to not use ChatGPT. I mean, do they have the infrastructure to detect that you use ChatGPT? Which is where we're going to get to somewhere in this conversation. Yeah. But another thing about hmm. Google Bard is that it gives you references and yeah. reference links, live reference links. ChatGPT doesn't do that. So which is Bing why... Bing does that. Yeah, which is why you need to cross-check whatever is said. Mm-hmm. So yeah, moving on from that, if you're a digital marketer and you don't use ChatGPT, ChatGPT could be used by (laughs) (laughs) the people who employ you. Yeah, so ChatGPT can be used to create engaging and unique content for the ads of any company, leading to higher conversion rates 
and customer interaction. And I know this because I tried it and it works. Because I asked it specifically for, you know, I use certain prompts for a certain mm-hmm. brand within a certain category, trying to generate content around that. Okay. And somewhere along the lines of what I was thinking about was exactly what it gave me with more detail. Like, mm. Mm. <laughs> no, my fear right now is that our brain is going to become very, very dull. Ah, which is something I was talking to Michael about <laughs> right outside before mm. we started the show. AI dependency, but we've yeah. not gotten there yet. Mm. We'll get there. So now let's talk about how people can use ChatGPT hmm. to make their daily work, schoolwork, everything easy. Michael, what do you do in a day? Um... <laughs> I said, wake up and eat. I don't have a set schedule. <laughs> so, how would you use ChatGPT in your wake up and eat schedule? What to eat? Literally, that. It's like yeah. I can't really think of anything else I could ask ChatGPT. You like, know, this is actually a very good idea. I know so many people who struggle with figuring out what, what to, to eat. eat. I but think people should start asking ChatGPT. Chat what? Yeah, I don't actually. No, but it doesn't keep history anymore. For now. Yeah, but, but it could. Well, it could. Like, okay. So pay. And build your own menu recommending chat GPT bot. Please, I'm paying for Dropbox. I'm not paying for this one too. <laughs> so, Winston, yeah. what do you use? What do you do in a day? Do a lot of stuff. Uh, do a lot of reading. You do basically Winstoning. Yeah, just entering random rabbit holes of information. <laughs> it's, it's always very interesting. Do the rabbit holes also include your random naps for enjoyment? So, I've actually tamed my random naps. So, and I've actually understood why I nap so easily. That's a totally different conversation. So, what do yeah. you, what would you use ChatGPT for? What I use ChatGPT for, well, I use ChatGPT for idea generation, mm. typically. I mean, I have ideas, but sometimes, yeah, this is very interesting. So, I have ideas, but I do not know how to articulate those ideas. Mm. I know what is in my mind. I can see it in my mind, but I don't know how to put it into words. So I just describe to chat GPT what's in my mind and I tell it based on whatever. Maybe if I want to create a, a game, I have the idea in my mind. I don't know how to say it. Mm. I describe what the game and I say, this is a game, blah, blah, blah. And I tell it. And it, it's done this twice for me where it turned out something very, very good. Interesting. Yeah. So I like that. I'm not going to ask myself that question. <laughs> I'm going to read some WhatsApp messages before we continue. We'll tell you about ways that you could use chat GPT. So Prince Effa from Talk Archive. Hi, Prince. Um, okay, so he did send a message before that. He was asking rega- regarding um, chat GPT. I agree, it may be all fun, but this is the same tech bigwigs in the tech world like Elon Musk who have warned. Okay, so yeah, we read this last year. Uh, sorry, last week. <laughs> we'll be expecting you to tell us about the opportunities and threats ChatGPT brings as Sam Altman, the open AI boss, has bemoaned some scary aspects of artificial intelligence. Yes, thank you very much. We will be talking about that. Um, try Kokoyam leaves too. With oh, banana. yeah, yeah, yeah. Banana dish in Ghana. There's a plantain, a variety of banana. Okay, so yeah, I get you. You're talking about the, the prompts I was using to find out that pim. Can ChatGPT help a visually impaired person? Well, I believe it can. Yes, when when it's actually moved from just text generation to actually voice output. Well, you can yeah. even take advantage of a computer's current accessibility settings for it to read, read out yeah, whatever this. you're typing in there. So, one quick way of doing my assignment so far, ChatGPT. Um, this is definitely coming from Douglas. Mm-hmm. So, which version are we 
to expect or looking for GPT. <laughs> I'm still talking about the GPT disk system. It has nothing to do with chat GPT, Douglas. We will talk about that someday. Um, Elliot says, hello, Spikey. I love chat GPT because I use it for my project work and it works perfectly. I'm a student of UCC, the power of tech. Thanks to you guys, Elliot. Thanks to you too for that message. I really, hope, question. I, I really was, hope his lecturers are listening to <laughs> you. Know, you know what's very interesting? Like just three days ago right. in a group I'm in, I was telling the guys in a group that I would really love to have been in my final year right now mm -hmm. because my thesis would have been on chat GPT. It would have. And I would have asked ChatGPT to write this thesis <laughs> on itself. It would As have I been asked it to tell me about it. So. Yeah, it would have been amazing. Mm. So, um, okay. Let's move on. So, Ezzy says, our traffic lights do not run on AI. Hmm, I know, right? It's <laughs> a simple algorithm in, in other places like China. It's been in use for a while now. I've, a while now i think the conversation is interesting yes indeed it is gpt will not be taking any job anytime soon someday in the future maybe but in my use of these tools i found that referencing sucks and it doesn't get the technicalities um it, it's why google has been careful with lambda mm -hmm. and kept it in beta for a while now this Too is true <laughs> at the very core i think it's an amazing brainstorming and an idea generation tool for quickly building the rough stuff but the true genius is the one who takes these ideas and turns them into complete work no stuff else you'll find yourself saying a lot of high sounding nonsense yes as very very true indeed when it comes to chat gpt if you don't know your stuff and you go ask it certain questions you can end up yeah making a big fool out of yourself hey. um good evening can i prepare a lesson plan for a teacher that's from gloria i'm i i think you should try that gloria i think you can prepare a whole curriculum well yes which for i mean you need to append mm. what age range what's you 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 add all the clauses that you require but don't forget curriculums differ from across the yeah. across the world so there's a lot of prompts there's a lot of things that you might probably have to ask add yeah well like like as he also mentioned you do need to know your stuff Which, because imagine asking it you don't know how to cook you know, and I asked it about the appointment called Tomorrow. You go and do the yeast. <laughs> you, you know what's interesting that as he talks about. So last year, mm -hmm. when we talked about Dali, I actually wrote a whole article on LinkedIn while talking about how the new job would be the person, uh, the prompter. Yeah. And I actually described the job and everything. Funny enough, in January, that job existed. Mm. It's called a prompt engineer. And that person, the job that I saw, I was like, why didn't I take what I said randomly seriously? Because this person is making $250,000 a year. And his job, based on what I had said and based on what the job was asking, their job is to feed in the right information into these AI, mm. get the best output. So they'll listen to what the client has to say, feed it into the AI, and be able to identify that this is right, this is right, this mm. is wrong, and put it together into a whole. You've taken the jobs, that prompt engineer has taken the jobs of like 300 people in the company. Yeah, true. Because, because research, um, copyright, writing, everything, everything. Done. Done so. So here's the thing. Let's just say before it gets to the point where that person takes all those people's jobs, it's not you, the person whose job it was, is going, you're going to be replaced by somebody who knows how to use AI to do that job. Yes. So let's say someone, a copywriter, I would hire a copywriter who knows how to use AI to generate a copy 
faster yeah. because that would reduce our turnaround time and the content will be ready for the client as quickly as possible versus because putting that on one person's head that yeah. would that would, that and would be a lot of what work. makes it even more interesting is that you will not need a team of copywriters anymore to True. brainstorm because when it comes to chat gpt you ask it this question you send you click i don't like this one Re- you like regenerate response it w- the whole chat gpt is the team mm. so it's like yeah if you get a i, I noticed this a lot when i'm using mid journey and dali and i was like an artist will be able to use this better someone who studied art in school will be able to use it better because they know what cubism is they know what a rembrandt mm-hmm. is they know what like they know the technical terms yeah. of art so i think that's one of the reasons why dali and mid journey are not that popular because it's such a niche yeah part of the world like creating art is very very technical so if you don't know like for instance you have to add that it should be 4k it should be yeah because i saw a prompt today on mid journey where the person asked even added focal length specific camera added a focal length and you know described the way the picture should look so much that it came out looking exactly Exactly the way so that's what the prompt engineer is. He yeah. knows how to ask these questions. And I tried that with Dali today, and I won't lie. I asked it for, uh, yeah, I'll show you. The, I'll show you what but, the outcome of. The, the, I, I have to say this, but I think Midjourney is better than Dali. Well, yeah, <laughs> I think it is too. Yeah. So, ways to use ChatGPT for people who, beyond just using it for your your assignments, and. Samak from Zuarungu and Nangodi says, ask Chad GPT this question for me. What will be the inflation rate in Ghana in 2024 and 2025? Samak, just go on chat.openai.com, create an account and ask it yourself. To be fair, mm. Chad GPT 3 will not do a good job of answering that question. GPT 4, which is current and up to date, might have a better response because Chad GPT 3 the free one it's only it's information is only up to 2021 right. yes so i can read this first answer now as, a, as an ai language model i don't have access to future information and cannot <laughs> predict the exact inflation rate for ghana in 2024 exactly and it's along there's a rest that more explaining why i can't do that but yeah so basically it mean yeah yeah for I now can't no. do it. I'm, it, I'm it's not that it, it, it can't do it because like i said it's a language processor mm. and a gpt is basically just generative gen, generating new pro, uh, information based on things it's heard mm. so it's not an expert in the field of economics it has just or read enough yeah it's just read enough economics books to know that these are the principles of economics speaking of which didn't chat gpt take certain exams yeah gpt4 took some bar exams and some other medical exams and they did if you go to the gpt4 website there's a comparison between gpt3 score mm. and gpt4 and like gpt4 was always in the 90th percentile wow for many of these uh tasks that's and interesting well so if 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 you're looking to do your assignments Steven Deborah says, Tenetin is able to detect those who use chat GPT for assignments, but I've also found a way to beat their own system. <laughs> Simple cry. Hey, so when the hunter learns to shoot without missing, the birds will learn to fly without perching, isn't yeah. it? Interesting. But here's the thing too. I've seen a lot of um, plagiarism checking tools mm-hmm. that are n- new ones that are AI based. So you just, people just copy them, paste mm-hmm. them there and then just use it to rewrite it. Mm. People or always tell, tell 
um, ChatGPT to respond in a way that can't be detected by turning. <laughs> Which is a very important part on the techniques for using ChatGPT. Mm. So ChatGPT is think about ChatGPT this way. Anybody who's going to think about it as a five-year-old with the knowledge of the whole world, but it's still a five-year-old. You know, five-year-olds, you have to be like, do this. You have to break down your order to a five-year-old. Other than that, it will get lost in translation. You said one thing and you didn't dial it in properly, so it went to do something totally different. I think the APIM example <laughs> exactly. is very, very accurate. Yeah. Because that's what it knows for you APIM. Yeah, it does probably the first hit yeah. on APIM for it. And it's like, okay, APIM, okay, I'll probably go with this. Yeah, but if it was older, it would have known that probably checked my IP, know that I'm coming from, from Ghana, Ghana, and then know that, okay, when once I'm asking for a PIM, maybe yeah. I'm probably talking about the one in Ghana yeah. and not in Thailand. Okay, so we're talking about the things that you can use, ways that you could use ChatGPT to make your daily work easy. And one thing I've noticed is a lot of people don't know how to write emails. They open an email and they stay there for a long time. Prof, shout outs to you. I will post a screenshot of your first email. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it can be it can be tough for people to type emails, and also if you work in a set one industry and you switch, you know like um, the the culture in different workplaces differ. Yeah, and some workplaces they're more relaxed, and some mm-hmm. they're very very formal. So you can use Chat GPT to draft your emails, and there's so many other things like listing reminders, like we mentioned. Mm-hmm. You know, all these things you can use Chat GPT for. Besides assignment, I must keep reiterating because so far I think that's what a lot of people use it for yeah. assignments and presentations and all that. And yeah, we've talked about content generation, but there's something I saw online applications for data scientists. Yeah. With the help of ChatGPT and its APIs, data scientists can write code and do sentiment analysis, language translation, text categorizations, and a lot of other things. Yeah. This is big. Yeah, especially for data scientists that want to be in companies that have to, that deal with marketing specifically. Mm -hmm. Because sentiment analysis is more of a marketing type thing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you can have ChatGPT create easy. So what you, because I learned, data analysis mm-hmm. and stuff like that what you would it, it takes you a long time to properly transform words into a sentiment analysis because let's say for instance you posted a tweet if you posted a tweet and you put a poll there that's constrained there's yes there's no there's maybe it's stuck to it but if you are scarring the internet right and let's say for instance you are twitter and you're looking for sentiment analysis on how twitter is right now what will happen is that in the past, the data science team will have to go through, sift through all the tweets about Twitter, and then they have to categorize them. But these categorizations will be based on what the team has agreed on. So if Spikey says that, oh, Twitter there is cool, and I'm like, Twitter is amazing, and Michael is like, Twitter is great, the team will have to agree on the level of the temperature mm. of these three things that I've said. It's yours. Yes. yes and his mind is very yes <laughs> and this is definitely no mm. so they they have to do all of that but with a natural language processing uh, algorithm it can do all of that because it understands context mm. it will do all of that for you you just 
put in all the tweets about Twitter and then to just categorize them based on your parameters. So it saves hours of work. Right. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we will, we're still talking about chat GPT. And yeah, I think I have, we're going to have to deal with some of the benefits and the disadvantages before we let our boat sail. We'll be right back. If home is where the hut is, then let's go home, shall we? Let's go where the entertainment is. Where the passion is. Where the love ties. And sometimes, even the tears too. Let's go where we feel safe enough to share our opinions. And send sweets. Where we do that embarrassing little dance to our favorite song. Let's go home where the love, the care, and the joy live. <laughs> There's no place like home. Connect your home to super fast internet with affordable data bundles from MTN Home. Visit broadband.mtn.com.gh or your My MTN app to sign up today. MTN. And we're back. So, if you probably tried using ChatGPT and you are told it's at capacity, it means that... Models on the door. Yeah, pretty many people <laughs> using it right now. But then there are alternatives, right? Yeah. Winston, have you used any alternative to ChatGPT? I have not. So... I'm you, waiting for BARD. Yeah. Winston has been mentioning Google BARD since the show began. Yes. Google BARD, not B-A-D, B-A-R-D. That's um, Google's version of ChatGPT, yeah. or it's competition or competitor to yeah. ChatGPT. It's also um, powered by Lambda, yeah. which, um, as he mentioned, if you don't know about it, you should Google it. It's going to be Google's AI chatbot. There's also ChatSonic, mm. which is essentially ChatGPT, but as they describe it, with superpowers. And then there's Jasper Chat, which is based on GPT 3.5. And it's built for businesses, other marketing, advertising, sales, and more features. And you have Character AI, which is an upcoming chatbot application where a user can choose from various personalities, as mm. Winston mentioned last week. Mm. So, uh, our, our, our producer says he uses text cortex. Ish. Charlie, somebody should do chat GPT based on a lot of Ghanaian slash African data because I feel... That's one way that we can... They, it would be interesting to do. It would be interesting to do. There, there are ways to do it. I have a friend who actually did create his own version of ChatGPT like a week ago. Okay, so, we can work on that. Crispy, our other producer just sent me his question. <laughs> so Crispy asked um, Apim, asked about Apim from ChatGPT and it says a Ghanaian snack made from rice flour sugar, salt, yeast, and coconut milk. It's usually served with coconut sauce or jam. Bing. Yeah, Bing is based on chat GPT. GPT4. But I, 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 <laughs> first off, I'm trying to figure out what... No, to, and this time, it didn't say it was Thai. It was not, it yeah, say it, it says a Ghanaian snack. First off, that's it. I've never tasted it, this appin before. No, like, the thing that it's saying, when it started, I was like, hey, is this like baby skits? <laughs> then we're, we're going, and I was like, yo... What with, are we with, with coconut sauce? Yeah, like what? Jam? Jam? Got it. Wow. 
Like, okay. I, I, wow. Anybody, listen, if you're listening to us and you've tried this version of Apim or Apem or I don't know how to pronounce this or I don't want to taste like, please send us a message. Let us know and invite us to come and try it. I would really, I really mean, to want to, to see what it is like. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and I, a friend of mine, um, Farid, tried asking how many languages are spoken in Ghana. Mm. And Chat GPT gave an answer. He asked it if it was sure. And it came back and changed it. I'm looking for the, the answers <laughs> it gave. Like So which really buttresses um, Ezzy's point about you needing to know yeah, what... Know your stuff. Yeah. It was, it was really, really not sure. Yeah, because I know a lot of people who code and... Charlie, anytime they ask it for help, they're like, you know what? I'll do it. Michael had this problem yeah. last week mm. where he asked it to help. Me. And I was like, you know what? I'll do this myself. <laughs> yeah. But the risks are the risks are too much. If you don't know the programming language you're dealing with, actually it's not just with programming. It has to do with a lot of technical things. It doesn't know enough. So now I'm going to give one technique because the show is about mm-hmm. to end. One technique that's is extremely beneficial when you're using chat gpt now michael said that it's not an ex- expert but because it's a language uh, model you can say this so whatever field it is so for instance if i was asking it to write code for me i would say you are an expert in whatever field of code or you are an expert uh, copywriter you're an expert um researcher mm-hmm. so it gives the code context so it narrows it down to that field all the language information in that field then you ask it what you want it has worked wonders for me i've actually compared code i asked chat gpt to just build a ride hailing app mm-hmm. a certain aspect of a ride hailing app for me and it wrote the code and because i know some python i could read it i was like okay but then i asked it that you are an expert at python and the code was significantly different, significantly longer. Mm. And I could tell that putting that context. So anyone listening, if you are using Chat GPT, always try to tell Chat GPT that how it should is, perceive itself. How it should perceive itself before it does the work. And also another technique is don't be afraid to break up the conversation. It understands context. So if you ask it something, don't ask it the whole thing in one prompt. You will confuse it. Like I said, it's a five-year-old. Have you tried to send a five-year-old to go? Oh go go and buy this and after that go and buy this and then you have this change and then you don't you don't do that you take it one step at a time so that's another way that has helped me using chat gpt take the prompts one at a time don't be afraid to let the, i'm sorry history is the chat history is not there so if i do i'm sharp then copy it <laughs> in the bounce but yeah those are some of the techniques i use yep so those are some of the techniques we will be discussing some other things around ChatGPT as we go on with Geek Squad. Um, I don't know if we're going to have a part three. That'd be because as GPT-4 and I really wanted to talk about um, Office Copilot. Mm. So yeah, if you haven't heard, Microsoft Office 365 just announced its new version powered by AI. Yeah. So just the gist, now you can let your AI join a meeting on your behalf. It will listen to all that was discussed mm-hmm. and summarize for you. Oh, and just before we leave, there's one other job that uh, ChatGPT4 said is coming for, and that is news reporter. 
And on that bombshell, we're going to hand over to Maxwell with the news. My name is Kobe Spikey Nkrumah, at The Real Spikey, at Mr. Watcher, at Majestic. You can find us on Twitter, which the hashtag, hashtag Joy Geek Squad. Um, yeah, somebody says the must must have uh, part three and part four. Don't worry, we'll talk to our producer. Shout out to our producers, Crispy and Prince Safo. Catch you later on the next one, next week. Peace.